This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's time to recognize you, you sausage-loving genius. For without you, how would we know that Eckridge smoked sausage can be eaten thrice in one day and that you can take your lunch break before noon? Mm-hmm. Here's to you, Eckridge smoked sausage. You do you. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Welcome to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman, and in this episode, I'll be talking to Blackburn supporter Matt Holt from the 1875 podcast. He's on to share his thoughts on Blackburn ahead of this match against Fulham. This is our View of the Opposition show, which is our preview for the upcoming match. I look forward to doing the show, but before I do anything, I have to welcome my guest to the show. Matt, welcome to Cottage Talk. Hello. Pleasure to be here. A bit last minute, but um, I'm here. (laughs) You are here, my friend. Listen, before we go on any further, tell our listeners here about your podcast. Okay, so the uh, the 8075 podcast looks at everything Blackburn. Uh, we look at mostly after a game, but we talk about transfers, how the game went, uh, and it's just general day-to-day opinion of, of things, basically. And we're all a bunch of Blackburn fans that absolutely love Blackburn, so... What more could you want if you were a Blackburn fan? Exactly. And I'm sure your show is very valuable to the Blackburn supporters podcast. Again, as I talk to more and more people, more, and more this is how people are getting their information. So I'm sure you, you guys get a ton of listeners. Okay, Matt, let's start with our discussion about Blackburn talking about last season. Well, I think last season was very much just a stay in the league job. Blackburn fans were quite happy to just be back up from League One and fighting in amongst big clubs again, like the Boroughs and the Fulhams this season. 
Um, I think we got a bit greedy come January because we were flirting with the top six. We were t- within 10 minutes at Brentford. We were 2 nil up. We were in the top six. Everybody was thinking Wembley. I was booking tickets. It was all going, all going great. 80 minutes later, we've lost 5-2 and the massive down slip of form uh, dropped us down to 15th. But like I said, we were expecting to stay in the championship uh, we all that's all we wanted at the start of the year was to just stay in the championship and make sure that we didn't end up back in league one because it wasn't as good as fun as it was to win games every week some of the stadiums and some of the people that we were playing against just weren't weren't good and it was sad to see us go that far but yeah we had a good season last year we had some players that stepped up massively some that didn't but you get that from a promoted team you get the same for a relegated team as well you go you come down and I'm sure you guys are going to experience it throughout the season somebody who you think is gonna is gonna be really good is actually gonna not be so great oh very good there and uh no it's good to hear how uh Blackburn handled it like you said you just wanted to stay in the league and you've been able to accomplish that. So let's move forward to this season. What are your expectations for Blackburn? I think from what's being said around the club and by the signings that have come in, we've got to really look at top six. It's got to be a realistic aim uh, without looking at, you know, without with the players that we've signed, the money that we spent, which we haven't done in a long time, we need to be pushing for a playoff spot now. Uh, or else we're not going to be able to keep the likes of Bradley Dack uh, at the club just because it's somebody will come in and take him away because they will be guaranteed a better standard of football elsewhere. Um, I think we've got the squad to do it. Um, after a transfer deadline today, today I'm, I'm a bit more hesitant because we haven't quite signed another defender, but it, I still think we're more than capable. We just need to go on a string of games where we... Uh, where we're winning. Okay, excellent. So let's uh, move forward. Let's talk about the opener for Blackburn. Uh, do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> well, we could talk about the opener for Fulham, which wasn't any better. So, <laughs> well, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't great, as uh, I think you guys experienced as well. Yeah, we were. weren't Well, I'd say we were definitely on top throughout the whole game, but we just couldn't find the back of the net. And Fulham had about, about Fulham. I'm thinking of Saturday. Charlton had probably two or three shots and scored from those two. So it was, it was really disappointing. But we had some of our new signings like Bradley Johnson, Stuart Downing proved to be quite good. We had Sam Gallagher, who was, I thought was a bit all over the place in the first half, but the second half he looked a lot sharper and a lot better. Armstrong did well. And I think it's just sort of that first, first game nerves. And now we can hopefully push on and, uh, and get that spot in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. Excellent. All right. Let's get into learning more about Blackburn for the upcoming match against Fulham. Let's start with strengths and weaknesses. We'll leave weaknesses second. Give me your strengths, according to you. Um, well, definitely Bradley Dack. Uh, he is just a player that can go missing for 60, 70 minutes, and you're thinking, where is he? Is he playing today? And <laughs> and then, bang, he appears, and, and you know, he'll, he'll, he'll something will turn. He'll nutmeg some bloke and, and go on and score, and you're like, you know what, there he is. And you get games where he's, he's playing – 
so well the whole game. Uh, and he's definitely an, an asset to any club. He's such a luxury to have at Blackburn. Um, Adam Armstrong, like I said, he was quality the first game of the season. His pace is absolutely deadly. And even though he's a striker normally playing on the wing, he was playing on the wing for us. He was he was causing defenders problems. So I'd like to say that that's a, a huge strength. Um, and then not to mention that we have um, a, a huge amount of strikers in the club at the moment. We've got the likes of Bren Brereton, Sam Gallagher, Danny Graham, Adam Armstrong can play up there. Bradley Dack can play up there. We, we've got a whole load of attacking players that can just change a game by throwing them on. Okay, excellent. So let's look at the flip side on this. Where do you see your weaknesses? Well, definitely a defence. Uh, we said it 12 months ago that this defence wasn't going to be good enough and we, we conceded the most amount of goals, I think, uh, in the championship or some ridiculous stat like that. Uh, and we've just not strengthened it that much at all. We've signed um, Tosin Adarabayo, who played for West Brom, but predominantly a right-back, and he's not played in the middle for a club yet. So he's a bit unproven. Charlie Mulgrew is coming sort of to the end of his end of his career. He's a bit slow. Lenahan's great. Bells seems almost disinterested sometimes, not bothered. We've got a right-back who isn't a right-back in Elliot Bennett. And we've got an actual right back on the bench. It's just a bit of a mixed match, really. And I definitely think that teams like Fulham, who have Knockhart, um, Caviero, Mitrovic, are going to have an absolute field day against us. Because unless I, unless we see something that I wasn't inspe- expecting from <laughs> Adarabayo, I, yep. that, it's a major weakness. Okay, excellent there. All right, let's uh, talk about key players for you. It's interesting because I think you can go this a couple of different ways. While you were talking, I was saying, well, a key player would be talking a great deal about Dak. You're talking about Armstrong. But if your defense is weak, as you say, is there a player that needs to play well to be Fulham on Saturday? Well, definitely Lenahan has to be one. He's a player that has done consistently well and one of, one of I'd personally say, the one of only four defenders that play on a regular basis to do well. It's just about trying to find somebody next to him that's going to shore up the middle. Uh, if you get Lenahan that wins every ball, his passing's on point. I mean, we saw Saturday, he, a lot of long balls that he tried to make went off the throw-ins or goal kicks. And if we get a different a different Lenahan where everything he touches turns to gold, then he's going to be absolutely key for us. Like you say, Dak again is another one. Um, and Armstrong, like I said, Armstrong's pace as well. He, he he's got unbelievable pace, and he's and it, watching him run honestly makes me sweat because I can't run anywhere near as quick as him, <laughs> and it upsets me. <laughs> okay, so it's interesting the players that you are looking at. You you gave me a little bit of both there. So let's transition. I'm curious your thoughts. You've already talked about some of the foam players, especially up front. Overall, what? What are your thoughts on Fulham heading into this match? I, th- I think that, especially after your loss to Barnsley, you guys have got to be absolute favourites to win the game on Saturday. You you guys have got such quality on most places around the pitch. Just to name a few off the top of my head, like I said earlier, Knockart, Cavalleros, Mitrovic. You've also signed Harrison Reed today. You've got Anoma signed today. The only thing that I'm hoping is that with the Sessignon leaving, it sort of upsets the camp a bit, maybe it rocks the boat. 
and and that's what will help us to to snatch a win or a draw but realistically you guys have got such good quality and you should be well up there for the season you should be if I have to say so beating us on Saturday okay excellent there it's going to be interesting and uh after a full loss to Barnsley I would expect a response, so uh, I'm glad you happened to mention that because I was thinking the same thing, but we shall see because anyone that watches Fulham, uh, you never know what you're going to get. So I do want to mention this while we are recording this podcast. I just want to mention this, Matt. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but apparently Bobby Reed has just signed on loan to Fulham from Cardiff City. So Bobby Reed is now part of Fulham as well. That's I think a significant signing. So just thought I would mention that to everyone who um, will be listening to this episode because we are doing it right after the uh, transfer window shut and we're still getting names coming out that have been signed by the club. All right. All right. What's uh, what's now just in general, I think you've already mentioned, but players that concern you the most, would it be Nockhart, Mitrovic, and uh, Caviero, or are there anyone else that really concerns you? Um, well, those three, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm a bit concerned, not too concerned, but if he plays, it'll be a concern, is Harrison Reed. He We had him on loan last year, Yep. and he he was absolutely... Can you tell us a little bit about him, Matt? He is honestly the ideal man in any club. He will give 125,000% to every cause. Uh, and we really wish that we had him back. I think a lot of Blackburn fans agree with me that we wanted him to come back a second time uh, and help us push on, but it wasn't to be the case. He, Like I say, he's got um, absolutely unbelievable ability, unbelievable potential, and he's an absolute coop for anybody in this league. Okay, and where do you see his strengths? Definitely in his passing. We played him predominantly on the wing, which isn't his favourite position. He's normally somebody that sits in the middle, but yes. he his passing is, is unbelievable. And like I said, he will run for every cause. He will put his body on the line. He's not afraid of anything. And say he's this little small ginger bloke, he <laughs> honestly will just carry on running and he will carry on giving 125% to everything. So, you know, that that's an absolute asset to have at any, any club in any league. That's great. And as I'm... We're talking, I'm reading a little bit about Reed, and it talks about him being a central midfielder. And that's actually a need for Fulham, so it'll be interesting how they use him compared to, like you said, how Blackburn used him. Do you think that he could be a, a successful central midfielder? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, we did play him there occasionally, not as much as we maybe played him out in the wing, but... He, yeah, he, he definitely has the quality to be a central midfielder. And just to go back to the point we mentioned earlier as well, he's so versatile. I've only just thought about it where we've played him. We've played him as centre mid, right mid, right back. He's, wow. he, he can be deployed anywhere on the park. And it's great, especially for injuries in the closing stages yep. of a game where you've got not, nothing on the bench. You have to throw somebody somewhere. He's the man to go to. See, he's what you're describing is a type of player that I would love. And I'm looking forward to seeing him play for Fulham. Versatility. You, you've already said that. I, I want someone that can play several positions. I, I don't know if you're familiar with Chris Baird, but you're sounding 
the way you're talking that he has those qualities. Chris Barrett could play several different positions. Maybe he wasn't a master of any position, but he played all of them well. So if you're telling me he's can do that, that could be a huge asset for him. Thank you so much, Matt, for sharing your thoughts on Harrison Reed. That's uh, that's good news coming from you. All right, let's finish up by getting your prediction. The way I do this is that I first ask you how Blackburn can win it, and then I'll ask you how Fulham can win it, and then we both will share our predictions. So let's start off here, Matt. How does Blackburn need to play to beat Fulham? How do they win this match? Well, by scoring more than you. That's that – <laughs> With the defence we have at the moment and, and it looking increasingly more likely of us, or unlikely of us bringing in another a defender at this time, I'm just quickly scrolling through Twitter to make sure I'm not eating my words, but yeah, we just need to outscore you. We're not going to be able to contain the likes of Mitrovic. I've, I've said it already. Yep. We need, we're need we literally just going to need to score and score and score. I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up 9-8. <laughs> because it literally would have to end like that. Okay. And what does Fulham need to do to win this match? Flip it. Depending on who we're playing at the back, which I would be surprised after how Saturday went, he would be there. But if Elliot Bennett is still at right back, exploit that right back spot massively. He's very, again, he's like Harrison Reed, but he hasn't, he lacks the ability of Harrison Reed. He's quite happy to give 110% to the cause and he's a utility man. We've played him at right back, left back, centre mid, right mid. We've played him in a bunch of areas, but he's not amazing at any of them. He's just, a, you know, an okay player in each. And he lacks the defensive attributes that uh, somebody, a normal right back possesses, checking yeah. over the shoulder, making sure that there's nobody in his blind side, you know, stuff like yeah. that. He lacks that. So if, and with the wingers you have, they can exploit that massively. Uh, Knockart's going to, would have an absolute field day. Caballero's going to have an absolute field day. Um, okay. I think, I think as long as we keep Mitrovic quiet as well, that will help us. But it's keeping one of the, probably the best striker in this league quiet. Okay. Excellent. All right. It's time for predictions from both of us. I'll start with yourself. What's your prediction for the match? I wouldn't be surprised if it ended 3-2 to you. Okay. But I'm a Blackburn fan, so I'm going to flip it back the other way and say it's 3 to us. <laughs> Understandable. Okay, excellent. All right. Well, for me, the way I'm looking at it, I expect there to be goals. I don't expect there to be a clean sheet for Fulham. In fact, I'm very concerned about their defenses. You were talking about your defense. The weakness for Fulham is their defense. So I'm saying Fulham are going to win this match, but they are definitely going to give up a goal. I'm going to go with three to one. I don't like predicting three to two. I would predict three to two, but I just want to give Fulham a little bit more margin for error. So I'm going to say three to one. That's going to be my prediction. All right, Matt, thank you so much for joining me tonight to talk about this upcoming match. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Uh, good luck on good luck on Saturday. Right back to you. Best of luck, and then best of luck the rest of the season as well. Before we go, please tell everyone one more time how they can follow you on Twitter and how they can listen to the podcast. So go head over to Twitter and search up 1875 Podcast. You can get to us on social, uh, on Spotify, YouTube, our website, uh, roverschat.co.uk. 
just get over there and have a listen. Even if you're not a Blackburn fan, we've got some quite interesting point of views about players and and uh, and yeah, so it's just a general good laugh and a, a great a great time. Okay, excellent. I would highly recommend it, and I, I really can't thank you enough for stepping in at the last minute to join me tonight. So thank you again, Matt. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, listen, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. For my special guest, Matt Holt, I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for listening to Cottage Talk. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Take care of your property with equipment you can count on, like the Kubota BX and L01 Series compact tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, and Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles, where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit GoKubota.com for a dealer near you. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.